Praise the Lord, everyone. Good to be in the Lord's house today, worshiping and giving Him praise and glory to Him. Glory to the name of the Lord. Looks like we may be uh, trying to live stream again tonight, so I want to welcome everyone who may be watching on live stream. Welcome you uh, this evening and to the Word, hoping that you, uh, everyone here as well as everyone may be watching, be blessed by hearing the word of the Lord, and hopefully I can uh, be a blessing to everyone uh, that's uh, hearing my voice in some way, uh, just be a blessing to you uh, this evening. So uh, th uh, this evening I wanted to uh, uh, go to our uh, scripture text uh, this evening for Romans chapter 5, beginning in verse 1, Romans 5, beginning in verse 1. Praise the Lord. And it reads like this is therefore having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace which we stand, and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance, and perseverance character and character hope now hope does not disappoint because the love of god has been poured out in our hearts by the holy spirit who was given to us aren't you thankful for the holy spirit tonight without that holy spirit we cannot go on without that holy spirit in us it, it's hard to to overcome tribulation and things in our life amen that holy spirit there's there's no substitute for it. It is our only hope this evening. Amen. Let's pray this evening. Lord, I come to you this evening. I thank you for the service today. And Lord, now as I try to attempt to speak your word, use me as a mouthpiece for you, Lord Jesus. Let me say what you would have say to your people, Lord Jesus, for this day and this time. And I give you praise and glory for all things. And let the church say, Amen. 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 You can be seated. And so, uh, uh, this evening, uh, I want to speak with you briefly on uh, something called uh, Joy in Tribulation. Now, we're getting ready to celebrate Thanksgiving coming up this week, and we talked uh, this morning about uh, Thanksgiving and being thankful for uh, all the good things and good blessings that come our way. But uh, tonight, I want to kind of turn it around in a sense and uh, have joy and talk about being joy, but I want to talk about it about necessarily the bad things, <laughs> the, the bad things that comes our way. Joy in tribulation, just like in, uh, as in verse 3 it spoke of, so we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance. So it, uh, so we're, we're noticing, you know, that we should be uh, happy in some tribulation. You know, we may <laughs> laugh at that and kind of question that and, and scratch our head. You know, really, we need, we need to be uh, uh, joyful about some of these things, but I, I believe that we do. And uh, uh, Webster's uh, de definition of it is distress or suffering resulting from oppression or persecution, a trying experience. And uh, Apostle Paul knows, knew all too well uh, about tribulation in his life. After his first letter to the church of Corinth, false teachers stirred up the people against him. They began to claim that he was just proud, unimpressive in appearance and speech. 
They uh, say that he was dishonest, not qualified as an apostle of Jesus Christ. And that's why he sent Titus to Corinth to deal with some of these issues that were coming up uh, that they were condemning uh, himself on. In his second letter that we read about some of his tribulations that he went through, uh, and, and he talked about in the scripture uh, that he had received 40 stripes minus one on five different occasions. And we think about that. So it was 39 stripes uh, that he received five different times uh, that he that he went through, that persecution that he went through with those stripes. I mean, I, it's a wonder he survived even that. I mean, really, I mean, I, you know, Jesus went through that. Uh, he, he suffered the stripes. So when you really th- when you just sit there and ponder on the, uh, that kind of uh, punishment that he went through, he also speaks of uh, three times he was beaten with rods, and I uh, I read where that was a form of uh, Roman punishment there when they're beaten with rods, once stoned and left for dead. They thought it that they thought he had stoned him to death, but that he was not in fact dead. He was still alive, and the apostles. Uh, had gathered around him, and he rose up, and they and they left. He was he still uh, survived the, even that a stoning. Three times he was shipwrecked, and not only that, in his travels he was often uh, in danger of the waters of robbers, in danger of his own uh, countrymen. He had a lot of a lot of times of sleeplessness, hunger, and thirst, and he fa- uh, had to fast and fast very often, uh, but. So he endured a lot of things. He, he had a lot of tribulations uh, that transpired in his life, a lot of things that he went through. And he didn't, uh, he didn't uh, discount it or uh, shove it aside or not trust in Jesus anymore for those things. Because after all, we recall how when Jesus came to him on the road to Damascus, that uh, he was to endure and suffer many things on the behalf of Jesus. I mean, he persecuted uh, the Christians beforehand. Uh, he tortured a lot of them, put them in prisons, and now uh, in turn, uh, he was going to suffer some of the th- same things. He was going to he was going to put put be put through some things, and that's what I want to uh, uh, share with you uh, about. He stayed loyal to it. And there's one other thing uh, that he had was an infirmity in his body. And in 2 Corinthians and, and, uh, chapter 12, as we begin to read in verse 7, and I want to talk about this infirmity of his, of his body that he had, at least I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations. A thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. Concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. So he, this affliction that he had, that it suspected that it was like a speech impediment or some kind of speech issue that he had. Uh, on, a, on one occasion that I heard, it, it was something to do with his speech. But it, whatever this affirmity that he had within his body, it, uh, it was concerned him enough that he prayed about it three different and distinct times. And I thought back in, uh, uh, and it was brought to my attention, remember, that Jesus likewise prayed to God the Father on three three different times. Remember in the garden about this cup to pass him, about uh, him having to go uh, through this persecution and be crucified. And at the end of it, he finally said, "Okay, Father, not my will, but Your will be done." 
Jesus did that on three different times too. Really wanted this that cup to pass from him. And Apostle Paul uh, finally at the end of that said, "Okay, Lord, in you know, in sense, not my will be done, but Your will be done." Let's read on. And he said to me, "My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness." Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. He says, my grace is sufficient for thee, that our weakness that we have, the infirmities that we may have in our body, it's made stronger through Christ. Sometimes uh, we go, we have, I was reminded this morning as uh, Sister Lynn spoke of, of the Parkins that she has and she, how she would love to be rid of that, but that is something that's a part of her now. She goes through that. It, it stays with her now. And that's an infirmity of her body. But you know what? Even that in itself, she's as strong as she can be through Christ Jesus. That does, that does not define her. Christ Jesus defines who she is. That weakness that we see is uh, that Parkins is, is made strong through Jesus Christ. Amen? <clears throat> Excuse me. She is stronger through Jesus because of that, because she, she can humble herself more and help others along the way because others may look at and say, how can you serve him? How can you continue to love Jesus if he doesn't heal you from this, if he doesn't take this from you? But she doesn't let that keep her down. She goes on. She digs down deeper. She doesn't let that infirmity keep her down and put her down. She, her weakness is made stronger through Jesus Christ. And that's, what, and that's what Paul, how Paul allowed it to do him. That weakness that he had, he only let it, did not let it overcome him. He overcome it through the power of Jesus by letting that power rest upon him, letting the power of Jesus rest upon him. Amen. Let's read on to uh, the next verse. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities. So here we go. We're, we're seeing again. Take pleasure in it. In other words, be be happy as as it seems. You know, to, in these infirmities, in reproaches, in needs. Be happy in the in needing something. If you if you're if you uh, if you're in great need and you you have say a bill that's come and due and you have no way of knowing how you're going to pay that bill, where the money is going to come from, and you're and and we're saying we need to be happy in that in that aspect. Yes, because. When you're happy, when you start to be happy and you can uh, humble yourself before Jesus, get on your knees and, and humble yourself before him, he will make a way for you. He, he will give you strength in your weakness uh, and see that your needs are met. So be happy in your needs and persecutions and distresses. For Christ's sake, for when I am weak, then I am strong. Anything that makes you weaker can only make you stronger through Christ Jesus because he wants to be the one that's lifted up. He wants to be the one that is looked to as he's the one that gave the power and strength to overcome, not anything that we did, not anything that we can do. Or It's all through him, the power through him. It's all about shining the light for him and the glory to him, giving him glory and praise for it. Amen. Glory to the name of the Lord. It's through him. Glory to his name. Likewise, uh, in Romans 8 and 26, I want to share with you that the spirit helps our weakness. This again shows how, how great the need of the Holy Ghost is in our life. Likewise, the spirit also helps in our weakness, for we do not know what we should pray as we ought. 
For the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Sometimes when the going gets tough and it's it's down and gritty and life has really got us down or a sickness has really got us down, it doesn't matter what the situation is. We don't sometimes don't even know how to pray. We might be so bum-fuzzled and just... You know, tongue tied up in knots, can't hardly speak, don't even know where to begin. But all we got to do is fall down before the face of the Lord. All we got to do is get down on our hands and knees and give praise and glory to Jesus and and let uh, uh, our spirit take over and just begin to speak in that heavenly language and let that heavenly language intercess for us. Let let Jesus' uh, spirit and our spirit uh, talk amongst itself and you will be uplifted, you will be strengthened, you will be amazed at what can happen in your life when your spirit communicates with the spirit of jesus amen when your spirit communicate and, and that intercession's going on our flesh is out of the way in that point see that's our problem we let our flesh get in the way too many times a lot of things we our flesh and our mind we will try to take control and take charge but we I need to let our spirit take let let our spirit communicate with jesus and let him take control let him take charge amen hallelujah hallelujah Give praise and glory to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So he says, my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in weakness. So I tell you this this evening, uh, there is nothing wrong when you feel weak. You just need to acknowledge Jesus in it. When you feel weak, you acknowledge Jesus. Acknowledge the Lord and amen because he will make you strong through him and you can shine a light for him and have those around that may not have uh, that revelation made to them uh, that wonder and question why it is how you can be so strong through such uh, uh, goings on in your life, tragedy or sickness or whatever the case may be. Uh, glory to the name of the And that's one thing, one reason why Paul didn't want to be exalted above uh, measure of these revelations that he was being given. Because he thought that he that they would uh, uplift him and, and make him to be more than what he is, and, and it had to be known that it's through Jesus. It had to, it had to be known that it was Jesus. Amen. It was Jesus. And uh, this uh, this evening, I wanted to go on to comfort in your tribulation. Back to tribulation. There's you can have comfort in that tribulation tonight. There is comfort. Second Corinthians one. And we're going to read 1 through 7 in 2 Corinthians. Glory to the name of the Lord. Praise the name. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the church of God which is at Corinth, with all the saints who are in all Achaia, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our tribulation. It doesn't say one or two or every other one. A-double-L, all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. So not only is God going to comfort us, but, he's, but it's going to allow us to comfort those who are going through some of the same things. We can help comfort those around us like God comforted us. We shouldn't uh, bogart it up, as they say, and, and just take it all for ourselves. People need the Lord. 
people need someone to shine a light for them. And we can, when we take comfort in Jesus, we need to likewise, when we see those that's going through strife and troubles, that they don't know which way to turn, that's when it's up to us to, show, to try to be a light and show them and offer, offer them some hope. You know, tell them, say, hey, you know, do you, mind talk, do you mind talking for a little bit? Do you mind me sharing with you what makes me strong, how I go through, because I go some th- through some of the same things that you are. So that's what we're to do. We're, we're to be uh, g- uh, good to our neighbors like that. Verse 5, For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also abounds through Christ. Now, Apostle Paul definitely went through some sufferings of Christ. He definitely did. I dare say and uh, that we here in America have not seen the sufferings like some people around the world have, and definitely, uh, definitely the Apostle Paul. We just haven't. We've not been persecuted. We not. We've not been uh, whipped. Whipped. Uh, had the thirty-nine stripes. Been stoned, or think, had that type of persecution. We've we've not had that here. Now, I'll have to say and admit that it does concern me for the way I see the nation going. Uh, the new the news and especially social media anytime they pick somebody that they wanted to just destroy their livelihood or destroy lives if they've made a comment of sorts or say something they could quickly just rip you to shreds persecute you on social media and try to destroy you and there's a lot of bad things get said about good people that is unjust just on social media and the news. When they decide there's somebody, they, now there is that type of, you know, persecution, but not the physical type. But I, and, I, and I say that to say that I think the day will come well, it will, that where persecution will come to this land for Christian people. Well, it will come, it will come for the Christians who, uh, uh, who, who has accepted Jesus uh, as their Lord and Savior, persecution will come. But I don't think we, we have had been at that point. Apostle Paul had, and he said, consolation also abounds through Christ. Now, if we are afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation, which is effective for enduring the same sufferings which we also suffer. Or if we are comforted, it is for your consolation and salvation. Verse 7, and our hope for you is steadfast because we know that as you are partakers of the sufferings, so also you will partake of the, of the consolation. Now, when we go through tribulations and trials and things uh, and, and sufferings, we should be happy in a sense for it and count it as a blessing because it, it'll make us stronger. Uh, through Jesus, but I want to focus on the consolation aspect of, of the verse, uh, verse seven here. You know, it's kind of like uh, how you know when your child is young and they get hurt or injured, they'll want to come, uh, come have you console them. They'll come uh, run to your leg or something. I hurt, I hurt. You know, mommy, I hurt myself, or daddy, I hurt me. And you and you console them. You kind of pat them. There, there. It'll be all right. You take care. You may bandage them up if they got injured and you know, bleeding a little bit or something like that. You And that's what console means. I mean, it, uh, I, I looked it up in the um, um, 
all concordant uh, concordance there where it calls it's a call to your side and didn't you know that's how jesus is when when we going through things and all he's calling us to his side he's consoling us he's he's bringing us in to him say hey that's all right it's going to be okay you may be going through some sufferings but i'm consoling you i'm going to call you i'm going to call you to my side and take care and take care of you and everything's going to be all right and and that has two aspects of it it's good for down here going through this life but when when that day comes where but if uh, the Lord tarries and uh, some go by the way of death uh, down here, then at that time at that time a moment of death takes place. You know, don't you know that uh, that Jesus is calling you to your, to His side when you pass away? He's calling you to His side. He's saying, "Don't worry, don't be feared of death. I'm calling you to my side because when you pass away, you're more alive than ever. I'm calling you to my side. You don't have to worry about that. I'm gonna console you, and then you're gonna have the greatest reward ever." I'm reminded when I think of this is how uh, uh, the late. Uh, Reverend Billy Graham, what he's famously said was, when you hear that I have passed away, don't you believe it? I'm going to be more alive than ever. And that's the way all saints of God are going to be because one day Jesus is going to call you to his side. At that time of death, Jesus is going to be calling, consoling you to his side, taking care of you to his side because you have faith in him, you believed in him, you've accepted him, and you have repented and been baptized and accepted him into your heart and your life, and that spirit's going to communicate there's going to be a calling that spirit's going to be calling it's going to be consoling and to say it's, it's time to come it's time to come to me it's time to come by my side that spirit is going to leave that old body and that's one reason why uh, we don't need to focus so much on this earthly body and the things that it happens to it and it goes through and the sicknesses and diseases it don't matter anyhow it's going to return to dust your soul like brother like brother was saying this morning your soul that needs to prosper and grow that's what's most important because that is what's going to be called to Jesus. Jesus is going to begin to call that at that time, and you are going to be consoled by his side, and he is going to take take care of you forevermore. And so with that, this evening, Pastor, I'll turn it back over to you. That's what I want to leave, that's what I want to leave y'all with this, is give you comfort uh, in tribulation. Don't be concerned about the things of the life. Be happy in your tribulations be happy be happy uh in your infirmities because your weakness is made stronger through christ jesus he is where all of our hope and our comfort is amen glory hallelujah praise the lord let's everyone stand together tonight when he talked about call along to the side I thought about that paraclete. And Jesus said, uh, I'll send you another comforter. And that word's paraclete in the Greek means one called alongside to help. Hallelujah. How many is glad you got a helper tonight? If anybody wants prayer or needs prayer for anything, we want to give you an opportunity tonight. Those of you who are watching by means of the internet, you can pray right there if you feel a touch from the Lord. God can touch you tonight. Hallelujah. Well, shackled by a heavy burden Beneath a load of guilt and shame Then 
Give the Lord a hand clap of praise tonight. 